Is this actually 56? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there's a thunderstorm show. happening in the background. It's kind of like our show. It is also uh, 56, kind of weird. Uh, I was about to say, because we, we, we synced up with uh, Pigpile. Which is really, yeah, for the first time ever. And actually, probably the next one will also be. At the rate we're going now. Oh, hey, we did it. We did it, guys. Well done. Uh, right. I'm your host. And with me this week, we've got Mr. Monday Night, Russ Stevens. Hi, guys. We've got the mouth of the South, Alex Kovios. Oh, thanks, dicks! <laughs> Last but not least, we got the Sandman, Peter Smith. <laughs> oh, actually, technically, the Sandman just... never spoke. I was like, what was... I, was, I was trying to think. I was like, what would, what would the Sandman do? No, you're and right. Then I, like, I was about to, like... I was about to been. sprinkle sand at you guys, but I was like, oh, you guys can't see this. This is just my voice. Hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We could not have seen that. Uh, but what we have seen is a shit ton of movies. Uh, <laughs> enough that now that you talk about seeing things, Pete. Uh, which is, you know, kind of obvious. It's been like a month and a half since the last time we podcasted. Uh, so, so I don't know if you guys uh, read. There was an article out lately uh, that was talking about how this uh, summer is devoid of kids' movies. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you're saying like How to Train Dragon Two, not a kids movie? Well, it's it's pretty much that, and I guess like what Planes Two, like what else is like strictly for children uh, this summer? Earth to Echo, Echo, Echo. Uh, Fault in the Stars. Oh god damn it! That has kids dying. Not <laughs> yeah, that's that's we. They gotta learn sometime. That's true. <laughs> and if you die, you're gonna fall in love. Right before. Yeah. Rio came out back in April. That was something. Yeah, uh, oh, isn't, like, isn't Frozen still in every theater? <laughs> no, that's right. not on Blu-ray. They do, right? they do periodic showings of that, the sing-alongs at theaters yeah. still. Yeah. So if they, uh, that if sounds like hell. Are we in the middle of Pixar skip year? Uh, Pixar, they... Yeah, this, was the, this is that weird year where there's no Pixar movie. Wait, who's playing... No, that's that's, that's Disney. just Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's their TV animation division. Uh, that's just Dane Cook. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so this is the this is the first year in a while with no Pixar. But, weird, that, but that aside, I, 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 I heard about it before. but that like, aside, you like up, there really should have been more kids movies. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. Ninja Turtle still doesn't have a rating yet, and. I can't like, I mean, you guess PG, but I'm assuming it's since it's Michael Bay, it's probably significantly more violent than it needs to be. Right. So it's going to get a PG-13, I mean, which is going to kill just, it. Yeah, I mean, Transformers gets PG-13. That's fine, but I mean, I guess it's still just not. It's not kid centric. How how racist do you think Ninja Turtles is going to be? Super. I'm trying to figure out like which turtle is going to be the racist one. Donatello. Donatello. <laughs> What's funny is I've nailed. It's gonna be one of those two. 
no... Is that to be like, I love machines, well, it depends... but like people of other races. Like, by, by racist, do you mean like which turtle is actually going to be the most outwardly racist, or like the which one is going to be a caricature that is racist? I think I I think the latter. Okay, I think that's going to be Donatello. Oh. I don't know. Do you, do you don't think like uh, Raphael's really upset about Leonardo's leadership skills because he doesn't really push a real strong Aryan ideal? <laughs> you know, I mean, I saw, or I mean, I remember that in the comic books. Uh, that being like a pretty right? common, yeah, like well, that, section of it. But that was when they were like in black and white, real video. Right? Yeah, they were talking about real issues. Did any, did any of you guys ever see that, the, the Ninja Turtles TV movie? What? what? No, no, uh, the one where they like it crosses over all three generations. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was great. That's fantastic. I watched that multiple times. That was great. I hope this is half, half as, good as good as that. that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I. TNT is one of those weird franchises now. Like, even as like a comic book nerd, uh, I don't, I don't care about it being true to form to like the original. Like, and and I don't know why all the stories at first when Michael Bay was trying to explain away the fact that oh they were going to be uh, aliens. aliens. Yeah. They weren't going to be teenagers. Right. And they kept, like, bringing out, like, Eastman and Laird being like, I think you guys are really going to like this. And I just wanted to be like, Eastman and Laird, I don't really give a shit what you think. Right. Well, right. Dave, you're caught neutrals in forever, right? No. Well, yeah, even, their vision isn't what made the Ninja Turtles, like, insanely yeah, popular. Yeah, no, it wasn't It should exactly be the cartoon and original live action film crowd that you're going, you're going, you're trying to please. Right. But there is like still, I mean, uh, the Ninja Turtles do have a presence outside of our generation. Like they are still a thing and they are still prominent. My nephew is still obsessed with the Ninja Turtles and his Ninja Turtles are not our Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah, but that cartoon's awesome. Uh, my nephew is hooked on it. Like, yeah. And it's like the right now. It's like the number one kid show on TV for like boys, like age six through eleven. So the the real toy buying Mm -hmm. demo, right? So they're doing something right. But this doesn't look like it's anything like that. But I don't think it fucking matters because if you put four people in suits Mm -hmm. or in CGI or whatever, or you just animate it, yeah. (laughs) I, I, I think this movie, it should do, I don't think it's going to do well, but I think inherently Ninja Turtles should do well because it's for people who like pizza. Oh, and that's God, everyone. Who doesn't like pizza? I like pizza. I like pizza. pizza? We're no, four wait. guys that like pizza. Oh my God, are you saying we're the Ninja Turtles? I'm Raphael. <laughs> Shit! Uh, I'll Don't tell him. Oh, the racist Well, one. I'm obviously Leonardo then at that point, because... I, I guess I'm Michelangelo! <laughs> That actually worked out, I think. <laughs> Wait a minute. Was this right? I don't know. I think it is. All right. Well, I'll take that. Well, you well you do lead uh, when it comes to this podcast, takes. That's true. I guess that's true. And I, I do enjoy machines. Uh, and Russ, you are cool but rude. Give me a break. <laughs> and Alex. Uh, is just this... But, Sometimes okay, so, it's a little too over the top. So, <laughs> those of us who have seen How to Train Your Dragon 2, uh, because, you know, uh, kind of similar to the first one, you know, in a lot of ways, but what did you think, uh, comparatively, I guess? Al- or not, Alex, you did not see this, right? I did not, I, I, and I'm kicking myself. Yeah, Pete, Russ. Pete, I um, saw it with you, and then we did not yeah, see it. Yeah, I think it still does a good job with not pandering to kids and, and, and sort of still showing 
you know, granted it, it's it's flying dragons, um, Wait, is that but still showing like a real very real, real deep emotional story from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, not as much in this one. Grant, well, granted, there's like a huge emotional moment. But there's not as much of, like, the trying to find your uh, father's acceptance of the first done in a very real way. Yeah, totally. I guess this one, this one's a little bit more about growing up. But there, for me, I really liked it. I don't think there was enough of the very serious growing up story that it could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It was it had hard otherwise from, like, sort of the big sort of moment. Yeah. So I, I do like the first one better. But uh, this is completely enjoyable. Like, uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of great background dragon stuff. No, oh, yeah, did you guys yeah, see this in 3D uh, as yeah, well? I no. did. No. Because I, I, I actually thought the first one had r- pretty good 3D. The 3D in this movie ruled. Really? Yeah. It's, damn. And I generally I, don't do that. But I, yeah, I saw it at uh, Williamsburg Cinema uh, in 3D, and it was pretty great. I think for me, animated movies or specifically 3D movies are the only I can't I can't do anything else. There's just no point. Yep. Yep. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I think that's where it really makes the most sense uh, with him. But yeah, my dad actually came back from taking my nephew to go see this movie, and he was just like, it was pretty good. I hadn't seen the first one. Uh, and then he was just like, that big moment? Really didn't expect that. And it was it was like a really big shock. And he was like, I don't know if they really needed that. He, I think he took like a weird offense to it. He was just like, wait. Oh, as a, as a dad? Yeah, yeah, exactly. As a dad, he was just like, wait, hold on. Uh, Okay, so I don't know what it is, but don't worry about it. Okay, how is like the supporting cast in this one? Like, is it uh, still I think I think it's I think it's really interesting that like a movie that Jonah Hill is in voicing a character, he's maybe the fifteenth most important person in the movie. Like, I do like that the the voice is kind of just like even though someone might be more famous than another, like that doesn't override screen time. Yeah. Oh, just kind of like they allow Gerard Butler to be in this one, for instance. Well, <laughs> she's in everything now. To a point. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a point? <laughs> yeah, he's he's on this podcast right now. He's just not saying anything. Hey, G man. Her. That's not. He's not saying anything. Everyone yeah, knows that. Ruined Gerard Butler's here, but not talking. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. God damn it. Oh, party, dude. Uh, Kate Blanchett was pretty great, but yeah, as you said, like it's got a, it's got a really like a huge cast, but there everyone really takes the back seat to the storyline, which is which is fun. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that was Jaime Hansu as Drago, the bad guy. Yeah. Wait. Oh wow. Yeah. It's he's playing the Dolph Lundgren character from uh, Rocky Four. Yep. Uh, well, so wait, which wait, who is this? Was he in Lockout? No, uh, then space. I don't know who he is. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he well, he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the guy that's like looking at Star Lord. He's like, who? Oh, oh, he. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. He's going to yeah, be in, in Fast Seven. Oh, in what? Really? No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Fast Seven is like is is becoming something completely different now. It stopped filming, and I feel like they're still adding cast members. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> this, this is what I'm talking. Like, there's just like. Something else that is going on where they're just like we have to do right, like, like this has to be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, exactly. I am yeah, totally fucking up about this. That. And I mean, uh, uh, Paul Walker's brother is like 
really do look a lot like him, and I don't think there's going to be that big of a deal when uh, you know it's clear that they have a stand-in and all that stuff. Oh yeah, no, nah, it's going to be totally yeah. I mean, crazy. you know, Eastman and Laird have been coming out saying oh, <laughs> this, is, this is really good, and don't worry about them being aliens. That was actually pretty good. That was that wasn't bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess that wasn't bad. I mean, speaking of Michael Bay movies, though, did anybody see Transformers besides me? Why? Absolutely not. Wait, did you guys have any recommendation? Rec- uh, How Junior Dragon 2, do you recommend it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Sure. I think we got okay. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I skipped it. That's why I lead this thing. All right, thanks, Michelangelo. Yeah, wow, Mikey. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, I just uh, need Russ, a damn beer. No. No. Okay, yeah, don't. Next movie. Well, I like this new format. <laughs> uh, it was weird. It was like there's a whole bunch of nothing, uh, and then like sort of nothing turns into nothing, and then something happens, and you're just like. But uh, did the extinction age happen? I don't think so. <laughs> like, I don't even know what it means, honestly. Like I, I'm not 100 percent what all. Is it extinction for us or for the robots? I th- you know what? I think it's it's up to you. Do the Dinobots talk? <laughs> you don't want to know. Just like Grimlock, me like me Grimlock. Like, what else does Grimlock say in the card? Just you don't apply anything in the episode right now. Does does it set up like for a whole new series of films with the same Transformers but different humans, or was is it really just like trying to yeah a little bit get out there and make money, or is it looking is it is it racist? Oh God, yes, Jesus, (laughs) it is this one. This is like back to two. Like this is, is it Chinese wait, people or black people? Like kind of both. Or? Honestly, both. What? Wait. Yeah. Chai black people? Is it something on white people? <laughs> not, not at the same time. Well, maybe. I don't know. Like, that's not that's not for me to say, I guess. Jack but, people? Oof. Wow. Blinese? Uh, no, tell me how it's racist. That's my favorite thing about Transformers movies. Um, Samurai Robot. Uh, this is my new favorite segment. Which one? Tell me how it's racist. Tell me how tell it's racist. Tell me how it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, the Samurai Robot, a little bit. I forget who actually voices it. I'm trying to get to IMDb right now. Oh, is it Ken Watanabe? Oh, I was about to say that. Yes. Got I'm it. Gonna say, I'm going to say a preemptive yes. I'm actually pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is as well. Um, you know, I'm going to third that and say it's most likely him. Was that uh, because I'm so concerned about the racism, I won't. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's someone else. Because I don't want to be racist. That's good. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's, you know, if you think about, like, sort of the robots uh, in two, it, it kind of reaches similar heights with uh, both Samurai Robot and, and another robot. Uh, I don't know. Wahlberg is Why fine. Is, Wahlberg's is Wahlberg. Robots from another planet also have uh, the same ethnic race. origins. Ethnic origins, like like you're robots, and you weren't created by people, right? So Wouldn't you we just all be robots? Well, wasn't it like I guess in the first one it was explained away by those robots who were like well, they were downloading shit from the internet to figure out about the culture or some shit like that? <laughs> was that uh, actually how they explained it? Relatively sure, yes. Jesus. Yeah, uh, I, I hate that that's a serviceable enough answer. And Bing Bing was in this? Bing Bing is getting around. Yeah, seriously, right? You didn't think of it, but fucking everywhere. I don't know. Uh, I mean, did you guys even bother with 3? I did see 3. I didn't hate 3. I, well, but did you not hate 3, or did you not hate 3 in comparison to 2? 
It could be that. It could be that two was so bad that anything they did would have been better than it. And but I didn't. I think that is true. Two, I, two was that the Chicago one that stuff these... I was all right with. Two was Transformer Heaven. And uh, Robot Balls. And Robot Balls. And two, I believe, was also the one where his like parents go on like a. Oh yeah, the pop like the the pop bounty yeah. thing. Oh, that was so bad. That was literally a B story in that fucking movie. And did did two was, have the the Mountain Dew machine that turned into a killer robot? That might have been one. I think that was. one. Oh wow. So have you, you know, seen anything? Well, I'm not really a fan of any of them. I thought one was okay just for what it was, but uh, that yeah, everything after that I have not been impressed with. Is all well, the riff tracks have been pretty funny. What's terrible yeah. um, is that this movie is bombing and it's bombing to the tune of two hundred and twenty nine million dollars. That's fucking ridiculous. But. but that's that's crazy that you can consider this movie a bomb at that when all the other ones have either come uh, come re- very close to or cleared three hundred easily. This isn't gonna. This won't. If this gets past one two fifty, I'll be shocked. International or yep. Or no, US. just just domestic. International. Everyone's an idiot. Oh, um, yeah. Boom. Totally. Take that. Yeah. Asian markets are. It's amazing how for for years they made action movies better. Yep, and yep. now they're making our action movies worse. Yep, I guess you're right. And it's purely just a population thing. You can't have that many people, and 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 like something that's actually good. <laughs> I'm not sure where I we're going with this anymore. And, yeah, no, no, I mean like it's it's like a it's a numbers thing. Like the more people you are, the worse quality your shit is. Like the if if there were less people, I'm sure the I, I'm not. I'm not saying this. Are you saying that like just like that and the specific like a, uh, specifically numbers, you know, centric? Like if you have enough people, you can make anything seem good, right? Because you, you can always so, get that many positive votes because there's just so exactly because there's yeah. way too many people. Yeah. So like, and and that's I think what's happening now is when you look at some of the top movies, you're like, well, how the fuck could that have made that much money? It's like, well, you know, enough people say like, eh, whatever. Right. Right. If it's if it's perfectly passable, now perfectly passable becomes the gold standard as opposed to something good. Yeah. Okay. Because people, so there's how enough many people, people would we have to add to this podcast before we like Transformers Four? A lot. Honestly, if we added four more people right to this podcast, it would probably be. Okay. If we added four more people, it'd be significantly higher. Well, Gerard Butler loved it. So. G man, what do you think? He's one thumb up, one thumb down. I don't know what that Strong means. silent type. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, yeah, okay. Like, So how many more people do you want to add? Who Just want to clone each other? Uh, just me's, thanks. Just, all right, so four, four more Russes. Four more Russes. I'm gonna need, I, need to I hope they all don't have attitude. Well, that's like, oh, four Raphaels would be kind of awesome, though. What about Batitude? Batitude? talking about alex it's like attitude but it's bad all right all right all right <laughs> uh, let's talk about a good movie real i quick. was trying to think like which, uh, d- i, I don't know i didn't know if we wanted to have a fucking like organic discussion but pete i'm glad that you just fucking came out and said that how about dawn you guys want to talk about dawn real quick is dawn a good movie uh i liked it rescue rescue dawn rescue dawn yeah let's talk about rescue dawn okay so uh, Christian Bale mm-hmm. is in helicopter, right? Uh, I think so. Okay, and it's in Vietnam. Steve's on. Steve's on. Yeah. yeah, 
also in a helicopter. <laughs> and there's someone named Dawn, and they gotta rescue her. Oh, like that comic. Yeah. Okay, it's Dawn from the comic book. That's cool. Uh, is this one of the few movies that we've all seen? Is this the only movie we've all seen? It's probably the only one. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. No, there was another one. Was there? Why are you being coy? What was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> Do tell. Is it Edge? Did we all see Edge? No. Ed TV? It's probably 22 also, Jump Street. Oh, yeah, it is. I didn't. Pete, where are you? you Pete, are you so mad that you, you left the podcast? Yeah, it sounds like you left the podcast. I'll see Edge of Tomorrow. No. I did, yeah. Uh, Rust did not. This is the um, only one. So I guess literally the only one that we've all seen. All right, well, let's, you know what? Actually talk, let's talk about it. Well, no, I mean, if we're going to talk about it, then we need to have a rust down. Sure. Let <laughs> me just go to the place where the rust downs live. I think we do need to clone rust, just so we can have run was, one rust style. <laughs> run was. Hold on. Let's run. Go. Yeah. <laughs> get, well, get. this rust already got there. Boom. Um, <laughs> too fast. Yeah. I like I like my personal, one of my favorite rusts is wall rust. I hate you so much. Uh, Dawn I of the Planet of the Apes. That God. Directed by Matt Reeves. In the wake of a disaster that changed the world. Oh, jeez. In the wake of a disaster that changed the world, the growing and genetically evolving apes find themselves at a critical point with the human race. There, I did it. I can do it all by myself. <laughs> another rocks. This rust is... Are you? Did anyone else imagine Russ photoshopped as a walrus? Because yeah. I have. I didn't, but now I did. <laughs> um, so, one thing that I, I liked this movie, but one thing that popped into my head, I feel like there's a lot of similarities between this and Warm Bodies. I still haven't seen Warm Bodies. I have, but it was a while ago, so refresh my memory. Yeah, what the fuck so are you talking they about? both. So I have, and I disagree. Okay, this should be interesting. Okay, it's. People live in this walled-in community, much like that, and they, uh, you know, there's someone on the outside, relates to one of the other groups, then they unite against the really bad ones. That seems like a lot more movies than just Warm Bodies. How fresh is Warm Bodies in your mind? Also that. Every day I watch it. And I'm also shuffling. Every day? Goddamn. Every day I'm watching it, watching it, watching it. Alright, so Pete, why do you say this is not like Warm Bodies, besides that Alex just described a very generic situation? Um, because I think that was people discovering they had something in common. Mm-hmm. I think I think really at the very beginning of this, yep. there was apes that trusted people, and then there was people that, people that weren't afraid of apes. Um, there wasn't had- exactly a, a love story to it. Uh, you don't think so? Between Caesar and Jason Clark? I don't think that was there. No. Maybe you had a white kid and that, that big gorilla, sure, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, the one who he gives it's an black hole to? Oh, you mean Paranorman and Maurice? <laughs> wow. Holy shit. I just got schooled. All right. Keep going. Yeah, that kid's pa- Paranorman. Maybe oh, like that. it. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Getting paid. Cody Smith McPhee. Stack and change. I have. I am sorry. I have watched three minutes of Spring Breakers about fourteen times in the last four days. <laughs> you just watched that one scene, right? It is. Yeah, I literally watched. If you go to like Amazon, it's it's on Prime right now. You just watch minutes like fifty-two to fifty-six. It's the best fucking parts of that movie. 
Oh, so you. So oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> real quick, uh, Maurice is the the, the big uh, orangutan, um, uh, played by a woman mm-hmm. who, <laughs> just looking at her IMD page, was in a TV movie called "It's Christmas Carol," <laughs> and she played, and she played older Carol. Oh, oh so, so like Christmas future Carol. I don't know. Was it an ABC it's Family Christmas, original movie? Comma Carol. Yeah, so this is just a Christmas know. Carol. No, it's Christmas, comma Carol. Oh God! All right, just play it. Oh no, it's it's the Christmas Carol about a woman named Carol. Wait, oh, Judy Greer was a monkey. Who was Judy Greer? Really? Not Wait. everybody was Andy Circus. Not everything was Andy Circus. No. That is that is shocking to me. Yeah, yeah I thought he was even like playing the the furniture. I thought he was Jason Clark. <laughs> He's good. He's not that good. I assume Judy Greer was uh, Caesar's wife. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Wait, okay. Who didn't even have a name, right? And who got no Uh, screen time other than to be like, I don't feel good. (laughs) I'm a sick lady monkey lady. (laughs) Wow. Sick lady monkey lady. That could be a pretty good song. Yeah. She had nothing to do in this whole movie. This is like... Well, she must have just been happy to not be somebody's best friend. But, I mean, this, this movie kind of stands on its own. Like, even if you did not see Rise of, uh, you could probably follow along this movie pretty well. well. I, I don't think you have to see Rise of at all. Not at all. Um, no. Like, which is a nice. I mean, I, I thought that it was kind of interesting and kind of ballsy for the most part for a de- like, you know, a summer blockbuster like this to just. You know, be like, all right, most of this is going to be subtitled, and yeah, and, and those parts be silent for a long time. Better, yeah, I I agree. Anytime there were humans, I was like, uh, this is so uh, expository. Yeah, but anytime I like... really like, go ahead, keep going. No, go ahead. I really like how the um, opening credits were just the closing credits from Dawn of Rise of the Planet Apes. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't even really. I... That was like the the same thing was the the planes going around and the and the disease spreading in the credits of the first one. Oh, yep. ah. so, so the first one closed the same way this one opened. I okay. watched that movie and I didn't really pay attention to it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of bored by that movie. Well, I say like both these movies are very different too. It's not even just that you didn't have to see the first one. There's like a, a, a complete tonal change. Totally. Yep. And it's it's I think it's very good. The my one problem is I, I still like that. <laughs> what is happening? Don't worry about it. Keep going. Uh, I still like that. Like the the whole world of like man and ape like still works as a really great metaphor for a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, but like what I but but yeah the one, the one thing that drives me crazy about movies like this is when they have like that one horribly awful character who's just like you know what. I'm not going to listen or pay attention to any facts about anything else. Right. I hate what I hate, and I hate it real good. Right. And that just gets annoying. Like, it gets frustrating to watch that character on screen. Yes. And I think, I think which was annoying because, uh, you know, and there was each, one character. I mean, I was going to say they each yeah. had their own, but still, go ahead. Yeah. So the one human character was that so hard, but then there was the other side human character. Yeah. I thought it has a really great part, and uh, his line was like, you know what? It's The worst part is they don't even need fuel. Right, right. They yeah, yeah. Lights. That's that's what makes that's that's where their advantage is. And it was almost like, oh my god, explore that a little bit because that is an absolute bullshit statement. You know? Yeah, that one guy from Fringe. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he was like he was a little too cartoonish a bit. Like I thought Gary Oldman was interesting because he was expected to be. I expected him to be like, cartoonishly evil. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and he seemed like a bit more pragmatic. Yep. Than anything yep. else, like he was like, "Yeah, all right, go ahead and negotiate, but we're still going to get some guns just in case and stuff." Right. Like, uh, I mean, I thought that the real standout from this movie was uh, Koba, who was just like a really entertaining character yep. overall, and just like a great yeah. mocap performance. I thought it was a lot why, of fun. Why was that fucking weapons cache on the outside? With like, why didn't they move that inside the city? Like years before? Yeah, or even like once they kind of discovered all this. Do that. I. Why were there this? Just I say the sake. All right, I guess. Well, I don't think they knew there was. A, well, they it was, they didn't really know that there was a tribe of. Uh, but they were gearing up for it. it. Was, they literally talked about gearing up for this shit. I, I don't know. Well, I don't. Koba was the dude from Rock and Roller. Correct. Toby Toby Kebble. Oh wow. Will also be Victor Von Doom in Fantastic Four. In that giant piece of shit. Which oh, I shit. I can't wait. This? I didn't even hear. Her. Hold on. Tell me about this. We're the new Fantastic that. Four movie yeah. that is not going to be based on the co- on any comic. Is it going to be based on that show from like the sixties or whatever? Uh, it's going to be based on the Roger Corman movie. That's what I meant. I think it's, it's based on the so word "fantastic" shit. and loosely based on the word "four." <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be fucking five of them. Okay, is that literally it? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Give me the real story, Pete. Well, like, granted, the first backlash was because of, um... Uh, Michael Black Jordan. Casting. Yeah. So, so of course, like, people flipped out. I was like, oh, you can't have a Black Johnny Storm. And then when that calmed down, because we all realized that that's the dumbest thing to say once you say it out loud. Thank God. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Now it's just like, it's it has nothing... Like, I think, like there has nothing to do with the comic at all. Like, the, the origin's gonna be all different. It's like they're, teens. Yeah, they're all gonna be kids. Really? They first class on this? I don't get it. And, and and the weird thing is, like, and even Marvel's pissed. And Marvel is like thinking of canceling the Fantastic Four comic. Really? And, and just like not having it being made while this movie's in uh, is uh, all the press for this movie's out. It's like having guess what? There's no there's no Fantastic Four comic. So what about all those Allred covers? Oh yeah, they're great. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, he's off of FF anyway. Well, now that it's surface. So good. <sighs> Um, that's it. That's interesting. There's uh, a lot of comic book movie news recently, more than anything else, which is kind of nice because it's actually been a while since we've had a comic book movie slash a decent comic book movie, right? No, Cap, 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 Cap was, yeah, yeah. I, 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 well, but don't you? I mean, I don't know. I always feel like I almost feel like this summer is devoid of blockbusters that we were expecting. And it's well, just, it so. is devoid of blockbusters because uh, there's a fast seven sized hole in the release schedule. Yeah, kind of right. I think. Um, but when you they, look they at it, they should have pushed back Brick Mansions to the summer. I know. I know. <laughs> Jupiter Rising ran away from the summer. Yep, Jupiter you... like <laughs> rightfully so though, because that movie is going to. Yeah, you ran away from the microphone also. Don't tell me what to do. Boom. <laughs> and as you look, we're getting towards that like weird part of the summer where it's like stuff that no one is guaranteed and yeah. new stuff and experimental shit. There's not gonna be there's not gonna be a single movie to clear three hundred three hundred million this summer at oh, all. Rise of an Empire. The movie three. Yeah, there we go. Um, there isn't one coming in the next few weeks. There's Guardians is next week. Guardians yeah. isn't gonna clear three hundred though. Uh, Expendables. They're pushing it hard. Three guys. Expendables three is not gonna do anything. 
Well, Gar- uh, well, this one is the first one that's actually going to be PG-13, so I think it might do much better than in the other one. Oh, shit, really? But I think yeah. they should have done that sooner. Probably. Probably. I mean, if they're... Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, Guardians will probably do 180, close to 2. Um, but, yeah, there's not going to be a single... Because Transformers was going to be it, and that's not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It was There wasn't really anything that compelling so far this summer. And this since, sum- since and Cap. This, and I this mean, summer alone, I think the, the top grossing is... Well, it'll be Transformers, like, tomorrow. But, right. I mean, honestly, isn't, like, Divergent still one of the top topest grossing right now? Yes, <laughs> no, that, that did okay. That, that, that did, like, 150. Oh, okay. But, it's I mean, still Days of Future Past at two thirty, which is that's a pathetic yes. number one grossing. We had that. Oh. Where where is Edge of Tomorrow? Did that do anything? Edge might have gotten to around eighty. Let me check. Like uh, now that because uh, let's talk about Edge for a second. Edge made ninety six. Ninety six. Okay, that's about what I you know would expect from this movie. Uh, I mean, last year we had sort of. Uh, a plethora, I guess, of sci-fi movies uh, in the summer. We we had like a blip. I mean, not that they were any good, but we had a decent amount of sci-fi movies in the summer. And now this year feels like we've only got like this one. This, this is like our Tom Cruise movie of the year. Is what I'm trying yep. to say right now. You're giving this the, the award, Tom Cruise movie. I'm of giving the year? this the Tom Cruise uh, award, uh, movie of the year. Goes to what are we talking about again? Edge of Tomorrow. That's right. All you need is kill. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Did you? I like? I just I don't. Did either of you pay for it? Uh, no. No. Okay, well, you know what? Try paying for the fucking movie and then tell me what you think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't bad in any respect, but I don't know. Well, I just like that it, 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 how quick it went with a lot of stuff. Like, it did give you a good sense of, like, how many times you tried <laughs> You totally, uh, you can't hear yeah. you anymore. <laughs> you gotta get up on that thing, man. Yeah. I, I don't think you guys understand how close my computer is to my face right now. I, we don't, actually. That's, that's uh, um, the problem. What what is this? Sailor Jerry? Alright, whatever. Well keep going. Uh what was I what was I saying? You're talking about how much you liked uh Edge Tomorrow. Oh yeah, well I liked that the whole that when they were now I can't think. Oh uh, you know how far they got when they when they got to that house. God damn it, Pete, you <laughs> I can't hear him. again. I can't hear Just him. as you think about it. <laughs> In my hand. I, I, it's crazy. Resting my chin on my laptop. It's really like I know this seems like a bit, but it's really not. It's not a bit. Yeah. Well, I have no idea what the problem is. Okay. Uh, but okay. No, I, I agree. When they do get to the house, that and you kind of realize how long it's been and how long they've been doing this for. Yes, I, I agree. And but, I like that we only have to do that once. Okay, sure. But I feel like Act Three is just a whole bunch of bullshit. Like all of Act Three, when it actually becomes a, uh, an action movie, and these people that were so fragile before just literally become the fucking action heroes that they that, that this movie was not full of. Alright, fair enough. Like, that yeah. is what pissed me off about this movie. It's like, I thought that they actually built up an, a decent thing, and then, like, they fucking came to the end, and they fucking blinked, and they blew it. Okay, because, I mean, it did. the movie did kind of end with a turret sequence for a while. Right? And it, that was kind of ridiculous. Like, that, that's what pissed me off about this movie. Because again, was so the, fragile. He fucking died in, like, the training things for so goddamn long. And the other people never even went through any of this kind of stuff. So... Okay, so, well... Alright, so the conceit of this movie, obviously being... We didn't, you know, didn't do a rest down. But, um... Oh, sorry. You know, this is a time loop movie right. where Tom Cruise is, you know, he gets alien blood on him. This is Groundhog Day without the fucking lesson. Okay, yes. This is a huge lesson. Was there? Well, yeah, give me a minute to think about it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't get alien blood. 
on your clothes. I didn't see this. <laughs> Sometimes a man <laughs> needs to be a man and not... And not and not just for the wrong reasons, for the <laughs> right reasons. Because on any given Sunday, <laughs> a man is told to be a man. He steps up. Not because it's the right thing or the wrong thing. Because it's the thing to do. Ladies not because it's popular. My name is Paul <laughs> Everyone, Everyone just ran away from the mic. Yeah, I actually uh, for that one. No, um... I don't know. Like, I, I find time loop stuff, like, I enjoy it a lot. Me too. Like, I mean, that, I that's actually... Sci-fi. I love most sci- Like, you, you tell me it's a sci-fi movie and I'm already giving you a pass. I think that the, the, the problem with this one, maybe, is that the aliens aren't very interesting. Not really. Like, they are... Again, it's, a, it's pretty much a video... Like, I kept looking at this movie being like, man, I want to play this. Yeah. Like... I'm trying to remember what game it really reminded me of, or, like, the, the enemies actually reminded me of. You know what? No, it was Gears of War. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Kind of exactly. And um, you even had to throw a grenade into a a hole. Yeah. For the the win. Yeah. Um, But, like... Sure. Okay, so, in theory, uh, Emily... It's Emily Blunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know... In theory, like you got to have the like. There's been so many, so much, such a montage of Tom Cruise getting trained and everything. Like you kind of had to have the payoff of him becoming a bit of a a superhero in it, though. No, I agree that he could be, you know, a superhero by the end. Her, absolutely, and her, sure, um, because they both been through so much time. Even though they were both still very fucking fragile, but the rest of the goddamn team, for the most part, you know, it's weird because three people die off screen. It's just like fuck it, who cares? Uh, but it's like all these. I don't know, like, these other people are kind of, like, it just turns into a weird action movie, <clears throat> like, for, for a movie that didn't really have, like, these very specific set pieces, it's just like, well, we, we gotta get to France. Uh, I agree with you that that end is a little, stuff, some stuff feels rushed, because the movie's really entertaining when you're watching Tom Cruise die a lot, mm-hmm. And when you're watching the interactions I think that, with no, it. I honestly, I, I love the beginning of this movie. I, I thought, like, I was laughing hysterically in the theater. I, I was having such a good time with it. Uh, and then it was just sort of, it, it just, it pulled the fucking rug out from under me. Voss wasn't a villain anymore. Like, it was just this really weird thing where it was just, um... <laughs> yeah, I think you're the only one to get that. I, I know, but, alright. Um, no, I, I get it, but, like, you, I still think, like... There is a lot to like about this movie. It just it's, the ending is just lets me so depressed. Like it could have been so the true. very end, or just no, no, the just the, leading up to that. Everything just act three, literally act fucking three, where they are all getting in this jet and everything, and like going off, and you're just like, oh, okay, now it's really obvious that this is actually an action movie. But I, 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 I thought it had built so much more than that. Sure, I think though, like. You look at another recent time loop movie uh, in Source Code. <laughs> okay. And that one, like... When you say was, recent... Yeah, also, that's a good point, and Pete, you're very far away. That was... I'm granted, yeah. that was... Three, you know, it's three years ago, whatever. It's the most, one of the more recent time loop movies. I thought you were going to say Looper, but okay. Yeah, I thought we were all going to go with Looper on that one. Okay, well, that doesn't illustrate what I was going to say. Okay, so tell <laughs> us your Source Code... Uh, Simile. Well, okay, well, that one doesn't really have uh, an action type, like, 
not enough really gets learned. Like that one goes for more like the cerebral or something side of it, uh, and I think that ends up failing a lot worse. Uh, source code, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think that like having like like you start off with this war and you know in the war and stuff like that. I think you need to see them succeed in some way. Sure, but they did, and they didn't. I don't know. Like they they had a bunch of fucking victories throughout that goddamn thing. But I, those it's... weren't really victories. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Yeah. All right. I see yeah. where you're coming from here. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. I don't know. I. I. Pete, what did you think of this movie? I. I, I already said I enjoyed it. Okay. How do you read this? No, I, th- I think. I think. I think. T- I think. You know, Tiggs can say what he wants, but I think uh, it, it's tough. It's tough because. Um, uh, I think because it's you know it's a, it's a Tom Cruise sci-fi action film and it made it so, it, it it had so much potential through it that you thought it was going to be something other than that. Mm-hmm. But, but I I'm one that enjoys a Tom Cruise action sci-fi film, so I have no problem with where it went in the third act. All right, maybe, maybe Tig saw it reaching for a brass ring that it never grabbed, and he wanted it. To- it's just fucking talking shit directly at me right now. No, no, it's just fine. Yeah. Tiggs, you just didn't understand it. Just yeah. go. That's, no, that's not know. it. That's not it at all. I'm, joking. I'm saying. I'm t- joking. I, I'm saying that Tiggs, Tiggs saw it going somewhere much higher than it was, and then was disappointed that it didn't keep reaching. I guess that's right. How, if, if for going after you, all it said was that when it got dumb, you weren't happy. <laughs> Yeah, if that's if that's me attacking you, <laughs> I mean, but it was it was still dumb up until that point. Like it just, I don't know. I mean, like all the characters were still pretty fucking dumb up until that point. Like there was a lot of things that were dumb about that movie, except for Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, and like everything else about the like all the other characters were kind of weird caricatures. And I don't know. You're right. I I, I was just you know what? Maybe I was just hoping for too much. Like it was better than Oblivion. Oh yeah, I think I think that's a, well. The, the problem and with I this, liked Oblivion, so like no, me too. Well, I think the thing is that like in concept, this movie could be a lot more than it did end up being. I think you are right about that, Tiggs. I think if you say like like the idea of a time looping uh, war flick with Tom Cruise, I think is I'm pretty much sold on that. Like even before I saw a trailer for this movie, I was into it. I'm just thinking like. What literally what I'm trying to say is that I thought that this could possibly have had the lockout award for this year, but it kind of oh. like like that's what I'm saying is that like so much of this movie is so fucking good, but it's just not there. But I'm with you. That first hour I think is great. Yeah, I totally think that the first hour is great. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd give this uh, you know four out of five. If, if we were still doing ratings, we would probably talk about that. But okay. <laughs> well, we we've been switching on and off every week, so every. I, don't think, I think it only comes up when you bring it up. Well, I just did. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of things that you brought up, I haven't even heard of Snowpiercer. Okay, so... But you, know, Pete, you also saw this. You and Alex both saw this, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, speaking of movies that, that kind of feel like video games in some ways, um, Snowpiercer definitely, like, it is... I, I feel like a rust down might help illustrate what this movie's about. Yeah, Russ, did you see this it's at all? Like, no, I didn't, but... Uh, can, I, uh, can I press the button to call, call in a, a rust down? You don't just the press a button. The train. I don't think we need a whole thing. You need to kill at least eight people to get that button to press uh, that oh. you can 
I'll 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 give you this I'll give you this first one. Set in a future where a failed climate change experiment kills all life on the planet except for a lucky few who boarded the Snowpiercer, a train that travels around the globe where class system emerges. Okay, so this movie does not try to uh, hide what it's about. Like it is not subtle at all. Uh, pretty much, they're like, yeah. The, the poor people are in the back, and they're going to rise up, and Chris Evans is is going to save us all. Okay. Um, and each car... It's like Elysium. Okay, yeah, but each car is a different level with oh, a different thing like going Elysium on. Elysium on a train. It is. I, I didn't see Elysium. So it's like uh, the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Kind of. Okay. I'm meets Elysium. Sure. So this movie's really... I don't know, like, would you say that it's, like, kind of... Che- it's pretty cheesy in its dialogue? No. Boom! Really? I thought, like, it was a little... I thought it was a little over the top in a good way, though, that I liked. I don't know if... That's just, maybe just me. Uh, yeah, Pete, what, no, seriously. What? Well, what do you think of this? Like, did, did you think that it was over the top, or is this just, like, straight no, up? I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, th- I, I think there was one little line that I think came off a little stale... I forget who said it, but other than that, I mean, I, I don't. I think with the with the premise and with the the sort of opening to it, like you know, we get exactly what it's going to be. Wait, what, what, what oh yeah, the opening kind of like Rise of the or Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is like, isn't it like some montage stuff oh, of yeah. world leading to like to where there is a a chemical that was supposed to stop global warming okay. that stopped it too hard. So now we're in a nice age. Gotcha. Okay, sure. Um, I buy it. I buy it. No, but like, you go through like... I read Cat's Cradle. Let's go. Okay, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, a lot like that. Um, But you're... I don't know. You've got like... I I, I thought these characters were a little tough. Like, like Tilda Swinton is like the this like rich mouthpiece of, you know, the, the guy that runs the train that comes back and... You know, she berates people and gives speeches while someone's hand is put out the train to get frozen off. Uh, With the movie frozen? What the fuck? It, yeah, like, no, they, like, stick a guy's hand out the train, and, like, then they pull it back. Like a way of punishment? Yeah, okay. for, like, he threw a shoe at her. Um, seems like WWE right now. Yeah, it does. Uh but like each like each train car is like a different thing. Like there's the one that's the school train car. There's the one that's the like the water purification. There's like the sex club type thing. Like eat, there's the sauna car. So it's like uh, layers of hell. This is like Dante. Well, no, it, it feels a lot like levels okay. in a game. Almost. Oh. The train. Like, <laughs> I yeah, know, so but it's, it's like, be different. Cars. Everything's got like such. I don't know. No, I mean like like each car. I'm, you're saying each car has like such a distinct personality to it. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's that's the, the well, that's the whole point of the class system on the train that it that it changes. Like, it's not, it's not exactly. Oh, I, I yeah, but uh, okay. But, but would you I consider it like levels of hell in Dante's Inferno? <laughs> no. No. Would you consider it the opposite of level of hell in Dante's Inferno? I don't know if I would say the opposite. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but was this was this pretty good? Like. Well, what, I, what I are we looking it. at? What, what kind of movie is this? I don't even. I literally never heard of this until you guys talked about it. Uh, it's Korean. It's well. It's one of those things that you know the wine scenes chopped like twenty minutes out of it. Sort gotcha. of okay. Okay. And uh, the director hates it. Re- okay. 
Um, I think there's some serviceable stuff. There's like one really great extended action sequence. That is and other than that, afterwards, I don't think they go into enough of the rest of the train, like how, what that life is. Okay. Do you think that this would suffer? Like, I mean, kind of, I mean, I really did enjoy the Grandmaster, but like you could, like it was noticeable at points where like shit was cut short. It is very noticeable in this as well. There, there was a lot of stuff in the back of the train where they were, and then there was the one extended sequence, and then it was like 20 minutes later they were in front of the train. Like, yeah. I think they skipped through so much of, of what life was, mm-hmm. and it, it made the train seem very small. It made the train feel like there was no one on it, okay. And it, which so kind of lost the whole sort of thought process because, like, That's this society this, being on this train, yeah. this train, yeah. what's left of the human race, right? Like, so when you skip over most of it, You're, it feels yeah. like there's like maybe a hundred people on it. How long is this movie? A little over two. two. Yeah. So it's not terribly long, but no. I mean, I, I guess you know, uh, I don't know. They do try to kind of cut foreign movies down pretty harshly. Uh, but still, plenty of Jamie Bell. What? Billy, Billy Elliot himself. Really? Yep. Okay, playing Billy Elliot? Yep. Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, no, I do want to check this out. Uh, Alex, you said earlier uh, on a different podcast, I enough, that this was by the director of The Host? Yes. Okay, uh, which I really enjoyed. Uh, that was a great monster movie, um, and I thought that kind of went a lot of interesting ways that I didn't really expect it to actually end the way that it did. So uh, I was very happy with that. Uh, I would like to see this guy's next movie. Um, this movie almost doesn't have enough of some twist stuff. Like, I think it does go a lot of times exactly where you think it will. Okay. Okay. Um, which, for a long movie, can be a little disappointing. But I thought, overall, like, if you want a more cerebral kind of like, a little bit more serious. It's really, like, I'm about to say more serious, but also more... Like, it takes itself seriously, but I think there is some stuff that's over the top. Um, like, a post-apocalyptic movie. I, I think I, I enjoyed it for, for what it was. Okay. Pete, would you also give us a thumbs up? Should I check this out? What do you think? Oh, yeah. No reason not to. Okay. There you go. Um, there's... We've talked about most everything. We've already been going on so long, but we have, like, big right. movies that we still really fucking need to talk about. Because I want to hear about They Came Together. Ours is just another me and uh, me and Pete one. Uh, oh, Rush, you did not see they came together. Nope. All right, uh, nothing really to say. It's it's a lot of fun from. I think it's a lot of fun from beginning to end. I I think they they really skewer every sort of romantic comedy thing that you would you would want them to. Um, granted, you know a few jokes might not hit, but it's it's really fun and it and it makes fun of a of a genre of movies that really needed to be made fun of in a much smarter way and this is david wayne i hear just like being like kind of extreme right oh yeah there there's really no seriousness to it the entire time oh uh, okay. yeah none nice like they they get meta enough that they visit their the recording of the soundtrack in oh, this that's movie. pretty funny okay good cool that, that's uh, and, and they go so over the top of like being like yes New York City is like a character in the movie and like uh, I believe oh, they also even on the poster uh, have like a warning that says like warning New York City is it is it is act is so deep it's like a character in this movie um, but yeah they go through like everything from like you know nerdy best friends and uh What's his name? Uh, Paul Rudd has like a basketball game with a whole bunch of guys that are like, one's like, I just want to get laid. One's like, I'm sensitive. One's like, I'm married. Okay. Um, Explain more jokes. Burn. 
I mean, I like David Wayne. I, 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 I've always liked kind of the state's humor and stuff like that. So it's not, um, I don't know why I, it's been available. I don't know why I just haven't gotten up and watched it. But ever since the 10, I've just been a little reserved. Demand and you, could, it's, you can easily find it online sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it, as I said, every every single little thing you wanted to make fun of, it makes fun of, and, and yeah. there's not a serious moment in it. That's good. If you enjoy the kind of humor from What Hot American Summer. Okay, so it is, all right, it is just similar to that. Uh, all right, so fuck all this, because you know what? You two, I'm sick of it. I want to hear from Russ, because Russ saw 22 Jump Street. I did, too. Me, too. I, I did. Uh, 22 Jump Street's super funny. Yeah. What about a Russ um, down for it? Because I need sure. to hear that Russ down. After making their way through high school Ooh. twice... Nice. Big changes are in store for officers Schmidt and Janko when they go deep undercover at a local college. Um, yeah, I've, I've movie, seen about 20 minutes of this movie, and I thought it was really funny what I'd seen. It's super great. It knows it's a sequel, and it does oh. everything in its power to make sure that it cannot have another movie. They <laughs> reference it so often that it's just like... It, and, it's almost awkward in the beginning when they're like, just do the same thing. Like, yeah. they they call it that a whole lot. And that ends up paying off really well. Yep. I mean, it, 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 I thought that that would kind of eventually erode my enjoyment of this movie. And it did not at all. I was like, wow, you're going to keep telling me that this is the exact same fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep watching it, and it's gonna somehow be just as good. Um, it was, yeah. I think that it, it like kept hammering that self-referential point home till I was super on board. The the first one was such a surprise at how entertaining it was. Yep. And I think that this one, it's almost equally a surprise of how well it was able to pull off. Uh, it's like a wrestler that you're not supposed to like that does everything in his power to get you to not like him, but you still like him. Like uh, Bo Dallas, if you yeah, will. I was about to say that. Well, uh, but yeah. Okay, I mean, like, it, it was funny enough. Uh, hit his hard. Like, because the first one was sort of like, I didn't expect it to be funny at all. And then I just came out of it fucking laughing hysterically. Yeah, no, this one, when it hits, it hits pretty much just about the same. And the last five minutes of the movie, basically the credits, I could watch for forever. Okay. Jackie Chan doing stunts? Yep. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. And that's basically, it's their attempt at making sure that they never have to make one of these movies again. Okay. But it's so good that I now want to see those movies. Pete, were you a fan? What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I, as I said, the referential stuff was really great. For me, I thought they relied a little bit too much on just Jonah and Channing scenes mm-hmm. through the first half. Mm-hmm. That kind of took me out of it. Like they have good chemistry from the first one, but I would like to see them do a little bit more. And I thought it took a little too long to get there, but still, like every single time they reference the fact that this is them doing the same thing again, I loved it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to see it again. Like everything I saw of it so far is hysterical. So. And duplicated. Yeah, it's good. Thank you for telling us twice. Yeah, anytime. Uh, Russ. What's up? We saw Maleficent. Yeah, we did. This is kind of weird, right? Um, I actually enjoyed it. If not, I for nothing it. else, it was kind of it was really fucking short. Yeah, it it got in, it got out. It told a big movie. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just it's so ballsy. That's like, oh yeah, no. Um, Sleeping Beauty that we made. Uh, that's not what happened. 
Yeah. That was weird, right? How it just like retcons the entire fucking thing? It it was I like how they, they tried to treat it like a like a Rashomon sort of thing. <laughs> but it's not. It's it's not if you completely change it. Like at least in a Rashomon, like the same stuff kinda yeah, happens. Yeah, this this is like, oh, what you think you saw, you did. Oh, so you mean that person I thought was evil and killing everybody? She wasn't doing that. No, so she, she was. She was good. So this and she was saving she, everyone. She was asleep for like forty-five seconds before she was woken up again. That's weird. Yeah, like it, it, was it like is the Sleeping Beauty asleep for years? Yeah, or whatever. So who cares? Okay. What sure. if she wasn't? What if she was only asleep for forty-five seconds? I mean, and she got and she got kissed by Angelina Jolie. Oh, um, <laughs> I guess I'm in. Because I already got my money for it. And uh, what if Angelina Jolie gets oddly raped in the beginning of the movie? <laughs> what the fuck was up with that? I don't and know. And then again, like halfway, what the fuck is going on throughout throughout this movie? Like th- that was these and weird, that was weird dark was, scenes. And I I saw it like in in the early in the late afternoon, early evening, like five p.m. So there was still like a shitload of kids in the theater. Okay. And they were like, um, Dad, what's going on? Yeah, uh, no, it's just her lover drugging her, and then uh, while she's asleep, cutting her wings off. Yeah, I saw this movie with my sister, and I was just and like... And she wakes up crying. Yeah, what the... Oh, my God. So and, like, geez. limping. Yeah. So weird. She's, like, walking around Yeah, the limping, limping thing was very weird. Like, like she had just gotten beat the F right up. It, oh, it's... okay, thank you, Pete. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing it's... at all. It's pretty dark, uh, but it's enjoyable, and I like how it's just like, oh yeah, no, we we wanted to tell a story, and we needed a license, so this is the one we had, and it's the and one you got. Like, on a, like I think that you had said uh, after we'd first seen this movie, uh, like at a practice, that if like you were younger, this shit would have this would have been the shit. Like, and I yeah. think you're right. Like that, I I think that a lot of the uh, just like the CG graphics in this thing are fucking insane. They're great. Uh, the mushrooms are insane, like just incredible. Every everything looks great in the settings that they're in. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't have too many complaints about this movie, but it's just it is not for me. That's all it comes down to is that this movie was not for me, and I enjoyed it, but I can I can recognize right. that this movie was not for me. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and Disney's going to give you a movie like this every year, pretty much from here yeah, on absolutely. out. Yeah. So it's nice to get one that I didn't hate. Again, yeah, I mean, it's not for me, but I can still enjoy it. Like, so who, sorry, who was it exactly for? Um, little kids. Little kids. Uh, yeah, this was a kids' movie, like for this year. It still was for little kids. I yeah, think, yeah, totally. All right, um, and there's nothing crazy scary about like you've seen Angelina Jolie in the commercials for that, and she doesn't get much scarier than that throughout the whole fucking movie. Uh, okay. But it, real it, it is a it plays a lot lighter. It's just when it has that one odd wing cutting scene. Yeah, right in the beginning. That that just does not fit tonally fit the movie. Yeah. I know they're trying to, they, maybe they're making a statement. I don't know, but it doesn't fit. Yeah. What, what was your one question, Pete? Who is it not for? Oh, adults. No, it's, it's really like, if you're uh, like over the age of 10 and a male, this movie's really not for you, or maybe over the age of 12. Yeah, and a male. This movie's not really for you, but I think it's like a cool movie for girls. Yeah, totally. Uh, and of course, we have been in the summer months. Uh, I guess just for two months now. Uh, but you know, guys, summer means horror movies. So there have been two. 
so far. It's kind of pathetic. Um, anyway, uh, but there's been Deliver Us from Evil and the Purge Anarchy. Uh, Pete, you did not see the Purge Anarchy. No, I didn't. Neither did I. I, I actually don't want any of this spoiled because I'm beyond excited. Wait, have you not um, seen it yet? No. So it's only Alex that has seen the Purge Anarchy. Okay, so let's... Alex, talk around it, and then I will spoil the fuck out of Deliverous for Evil. P.S. Okay. Spoiler now, it sucks. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, Purge Anarchy is totally alright, and uh, it is kind of what you may have wanted from the first Purge. Uh, you get to kind of, like, in the first one, just being a home invasion movie, right. you didn't really get to see a lot of the Purge happening. Uh, you really get a sense of the world. Uh, this time, they really explore the class issues of the Purge, like why the government would want it and who would be the ones that okay. benefit and get hurt by it. I re- I'm so uh, sold. Yeah, and, I, I already really wanted to see this, and I still really want to see this. Now. And they kind of make it almost like, like they, they said that it was, it was a bit of an homage to like John Carpenter movies like Escape from New York, and they have a protagonist that is, you know, out for revenge in, you know, Kevlar, and he's got his guns and his, like, his armored car and you know he's got to protect these people while trying to get shit done and can he do it i don't know uh and it's pretty entertaining and i i thought that like they go to some interesting uh places with it everywhere from people's apartment parties to rich people parties to the streets with gangs to like like it's there's a lot of stuff going on in it and they pretty much get into it right away, and everyone's entertaining in it. Okay. Uh, and I and I had a lot of fun. Is Mark McGrath in it? I don't know. The guy from Sugar Ray. No, he's not. Okay, that's all. I, I mean, that's he's so he's only in Sharknado too. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, I really want to see Purge Anarchy. I like the first Purge. Uh, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the concept. Pete, did you even see the first Purge at all? No, for kind of the exact reasons that this one seems more interesting, because like there's no reason for that to be a world in which murders allowed, and it's only about a home invasion plot. Yeah. Okay. I, I totally understand that. They almost. It's just they had no fucking budget. Come on. They yeah, they should have kind of reversed the order of these movies in a perfect world, because now that this one has happened, I would have been interested to see like, okay, what would be like. Ethan Hawke is, like, the upper-middle-class guy who's in charge of security. Like, what happens to him in this world? Like, now that this one already dealt with right. this is disparities. Because, uh, like, the last one was four years after the initial purge. This one was five years after the initial purge. And I'm pretty sure that uh, the director was talking about, like, if this does well, they would really like to do, like, prequel and go to the first purge. Which I think is kind of unnecessary. I don't really want to know how they got there. I don't care. I don't, I don't think you really need to do it. I don't think it's necessary. I think because of this movie, it seems like a cooler world. Okay. I really want to see it. Um, and, I, and I kind of plan on seeing it uh, this weekend. So, Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I saw Deliverous from Evil. Did anyone else see Deliverous from Evil? No. Uh, so this was not a great horror movie. Uh, but at least it tries. I'll give it that much. Like, you know, some of the more recent horror movies that have been put out, and I, I guess more like the like super low budget or like trying to be indie horror movies that have come out, like a Chernobyl Diaries, uh, or what was that one with Ashley Green, uh, The Apparition, uh, where it's literally just like an initial scene, then uh, an entire 
middle portion of a movie that is absolutely nothing, and then like the last fifteen seconds where something happens, uh, and they do kind of sparse it out and uh, try and keep you thinking that like oh, what the fuck's going on, and, and do a, I guess a decent job with the extra something uh, and Priest is a likable character, uh, Eric Bana, you know, totally fine in this movie, but uh, like it didn't scare the shit out of me or anything like that. Uh, I, I mean, I went to the movies. It was like Saturday. You know, Pete and I had already been to like two diners that day uh, and went to the movies that night at like 10 o'clock expecting this fucking movie to be completely empty because it had already been out for a couple weeks and only to go there to find out that everybody and their goddamn girlfriend slash boyfriend was at this fucking movie. Um, so just like sitting there like on the uh, aisle seat by myself uh, watching this and just being like, I don't even, this is not super interesting. That's all I have to say about Deliverance from Evil. Thank you guys for letting me rant for a little bit of time. So was there, I mean, is there anything about it that sticks out, or is it just like, it's it's the time to make a possession movie, and it's Eric Bana's turn? Yep. That's what it feels like. Like, Patrick Wilson was not available. Yeah, like, Patrick Wilson was not available. This is, uh, this is the Eric Bana possession movie. He has his family there. Uh, the priest is just like, oh, I don't know if I'm all that good a priest. I used to sleep with this one woman, blah, blah, blah. And... Devil, bullshit, 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 Eric Bannon. Well, that's the crazy thing about, like, all possession movies are now. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, we need one this year. Who's going to come do it? Like, right. there's no, it's nothing that sticks out about any of them for the longest time. Like, I remember actually decently enjoying The Exorcist of, of Emily Rose. Me too. I thought it was, it was different enough, like, it being, like, kind of mainly a trial movie. Yeah, and Last Exorcism was also pretty good. I mean, actually, I, no, I, I really enjoyed last season. I didn't see the second mm-hmm. one. I did not see it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, you, you're totally right, Pete. Uh, it just seems like this is a completely by-the-books thing. Like, every year there literally needs to be this movie to fill this goddamn, uh, like, uh, just category. Yeah, because, so I mean, basically, The Purge, maybe last year's Purge was, like, the, the, the death throes of the home invasion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. And now maybe this is the death. Hopefully, the death throes of the uh, exorcism movie a year. Who knows? I mean, so you're, I would like that. you're saying you hope that Deliverance from Evil has a sequel? No, I mean, well, and it becomes something better, and sure, we don't sure. have, to have an exorcism movie every year. That would be great, right? Okay, yeah. I mean, I was actually kind of hoping that Last Exorcism would have been that, but I heard that the second one was terrible, uh, and I really thought the first one had a lot of potential in it. Uh, I, you know, looking at this list of things that we have seen, it, it's we've pretty much gone through everything except for one movie uh, that Pete, you and I saw. Uh, not much to say except it's the best movie of the year, and everyone should go see it. Yeah, uh, Boyhood, uh, the new Richard. Don't talk Lider. about it. I'm seeing it tomorrow. Okay, don't talk about it. Give us a rust down for it, though. Fine. Because I would like to say a couple of things about it. Oh, I'm taking my headset off. <laughs> Possibly because I'm drunk. Possibly because this is the only outlet I have. The um, life of a young man, Mason, from ages 5 to 18. That is accurate. 100% accurate. Pete, we saw this in the theater. We laughed. I cried. I don't know about you. Uh, it was sort of everything I sort of wanted from this movie. Waiting for okay. a response. Uh, what I said about it is all I'm going to say. Don't it's know what you said movie, about it. It's, it's the best movie of the year, and everyone should go see it. That's all you're going to say. How do you think it compares to Lockout? <laughs> you can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. 
You can find us on Twitter at Movie Movie PC. You can email us your comments, complaints. Uh, well, I don't. We don't really do Facebook photos anymore. Uh, but to whatever you want to, do you want to talk to us? Email us Movie Movie Podcast Gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, anybody who wants to talk to us, we will answer you back. Uh, <laughs> except for Russ's brother, for some reason. Sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you can find us on iTunes uh, if you search for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is uh, the name of our improv troupe. Uh, and we have an improv tr- uh, show. Well, we have a variety show the third Thursday of every month uh, at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. The next one is uh, Thursday, August 21st. It is going to be our good friend and stand-up Zach Broussard's last show with us. So you should all really come out. Uh, and tell him not to move, or tell him to move. I don't know actually how you feel about Zach. So depending yeah. on how you feel about Zach, you know you can tell him to move or not to move. Uh, and either one's fine with us. Uh, it's up to you. We do not discriminate against people on this <laughs> podcast, so it's fine. Again, August twenty second, uh, no twenty first. Uh, come out. Uh, it'll be fun. Eight o'clock at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Improv, stand up, probably some other stuff. I don't know. Uh, Alex will cry. We'll see you guys next week. Or no, I always we will do. not see you in a week uh, on the Movie Mood Podcast. Any last requests or words, guys? Boyhood's the best move of the year, and everyone should go see it. I won something from Russ. Mm, I got nothing. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs>